Okay, you lucky people out there, this is another episode of The Midnight Skeptic. And we are going to get busy here because there's a lot of things happening. Good things, bad things, in-between things, and here we go with the play-in music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM, and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not, necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, this is Midnight Skeptic, show number 132. Wow, where does the time go when you're having fun? And this show will be broadcast this coming Sunday, the 20th of August, at the usual time, 9.20 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, here in Petaluma, California. And I'm recording this, like right now, um, on the 16th, which is a Wednesday. And uh, <clears throat> it'll be, it'll go out on YouTube as soon as I can download all this stuff. And uh, worldwide and locally on 103.3 FM uh, Sunday um, at uh, 9 p.m. Okay. Very good. Uh, here is my intro comments. I am woke. I am woke. I am woke, woke, woke. Are you listening, Ronda Fascist? Loser. Can't even convince Iowa Republicans to accept you. Mm, mm, mm. And take that, MAGA heads. I didn't write down who said it, but woke is another word for compassion and understanding. We're never going to have those qualities in uh, the Republican Party. Not in the near future, anyway. I hope they change and come around to be, I don't know, human. Okay. Uh, the Midnight Skeptic's mission statement is ridding this land of all GOP MAGA head Republicans, and we can throw in conservatives as they're now understood, uh, one broadcast at a time. Send all death threats, hate mail, and if you have any uh, useful contribution suggestions to make as to how I can improve this show, please forward them. Okay, the address is um, the Midnight Skeptic all one word lowercase, at gmail.com. Okay. Shoutouts internationally. Uh, Spotify and Anchor handle all the international broadcasts of me, yours truly, the Midnight Skeptic, around the world. I have a couple in the UK, and uh, congratulations on the UK. Um uh, 
in their women's uh, FIFA World Cup. Uh, they're going to be playing Spain Sunday. Okay. I've been watching some of the uh, women's. I feel sorry for the U.S. women for not advancing more, but there's always four years from now. Okay. Uh, a couple in the EU, uh, three in Canada, two in New Zealand, two in Australia. Uh, sorry about your women's team, Australia. Okay. One in Colombia, one in Puerto Rico. Okay, locally, Kevin and Lori, Dave and Rosita, Tim Conrad, Tom and Nancy, Rich and Kathy, Nariman, Art Kutznetz, John Crowley at the Aquas uh, Cafe, a gathering place for um, community-minded people, and he throws a lot of events there. Um, go to the Aquas Cafe and download or look up what he's going to have going on this uh, next week. Okay, uh, Tom Gaffey at the Phoenix Theater, who has uh, been a father figure to a lot of alternative teens of various stripes. Uh, the three dudes of Project Censored, Mickey Huff, Andy Lee Roth, and Nolan Higdon, they are all professors, all quite uh, uber progressive. <clears throat> uh, Stan and Kathy, Dennis and Megan down in Tiburon uh, in San Francisco, Yvonne and Rick uh, in Los Angeles, Jackie Kolar and her two daughters, Samantha and Melanie. I think Melanie is back in either Tennessee or Kentucky now. But anyway, she listens in every now and then. Okay. Um uh, in Arizona, my brother Brandon and his wife Mina and their daughter Andrea, who is a nurse along with her husband Tim, retired Marine, booyah, and their three little ones, uh, Karina Hilliard, the uh, animal control technician in Patagonia, Arizona, uh, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Nelson and Alice, and uh, Amelia Beamer who is now on YouTube uh, representing Locus Magazine, L-O-C-U-S, which is a magazine devoted to the three genres of books, science fiction, horror, fantasy. Uh, she talks about them and lets you know what's in the monthly issue of Locus Magazine. Uh, go on to YouTube and type in Locus and... Uh, and you'll see him, um, Amelia there. Okay, in North Carolina, Dr. Dave, the world's finest pulmonary physician in the whole wide world. Long Island, Gerald Goldfinger, and the Sonora Gang. Um, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, Bob and Sandy Fisher, and their two kids, Martha and Brad. Uh, Dara Larson, uh, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, uh, Lynn Quayle, Kathy Francis, uh, and uh, John Gleason and his two daughters, um, Jennifer and, oh, brain freeze, brain freeze, brain freeze, Tiffany. Okay. Um, and uh, all the way down to Mexico City, Rosamalia Negrete. No, Rosamalia Lopez Negrete. 
I'm seeing it. Right. I caught myself. Okay. All righty then. Now to the meat of the program. Okay. Real good youth climate lawsuit news. Okay. These uh, 16 youth plaintiffs in healed or no, held, capital H-E-L-D, versus Montana. A judge just ruled that the state of Montana must consider the effect that new energy projects uh, will have on climate change. Doesn't mean they have to deny the projects. It's just as to, uh, they just have to consider what effect on climate change these projects will have when approving uh, projects, okay? And um, this is uh, one of three um, youth projects, uh, lawsuits, again, for climate change that I've been sort of keeping track of. Um, Juliana versus the United States, uh, which originated up in Oregon, and uh, 14 uh, native Hawaiian youth came together to sue the Department of Transportation in Hawaii because uh, new highways and know, parking lots and whatever tend to encourage the use of cars. Uh, and until they all become electrified EVs, it kind of contributes to um, the increase in uh, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, which is the whole point of their lawsuit. Anyway, uh, the Montana kids won. Now the trial can go forward over the objections of uh, Montana's coal industry and other interested parties. Okay. Good news. The Free Thought Caucus in Congress has grown ooh, by two members. Kevin Mullen, Democrat of California. I don't know offhand the uh, congressional district that he represents, but uh, I don't know doesn't matter. He's in the uh, Free Thought Caucus. Okay. And um, Jan Schakowsky, Democrat from Illinois, the uh, CFC, or Congressional Free Thought Caucus, has 17 members now. And uh, science, reason, ooh, and secularism, are the organizing ethos of the uh, CFC, the Congressional Free Thought Caucus. You know, um, religion has had an undue influence on our politicians back in uh, Washington, D.C. Well, these 17 members of Congress should be celebrated and encouraged to expand their membership. Okay. Uh, okay, I think my notes are more organized this time than they usually are. And that's a pretty low bar, by the way. Good news. 
after a Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, coal processing plant closed, uh, ER visits went way down, meaning emergency rooms and hospital visits, went way down. Uh, the Shenango Coke Works in Pittsburgh next to the, uh, oh boy, I drew a line in my notes meaning to remind myself to look up which river this was. Well, I didn't. I forgot. Okay, so sue me. Uh, next to some river was one of many contributors to the uh, bad air quality around there. Now, um, particle matter, uh, 2.5 uh, oh, geez. This is another thing that I forgot to look up. Uh, the size of these particulate matter, 2.5 what? Okay, particulate matter less than 2.5, which is readily breathable, made Pittsburgh described as, quote, hell with the lid off. And among the 25 worst metro areas in the U.S. for air quality. I think it's milligrams by weight. Uh, these The size of these breathable uh, particles. Okay. Citizens of Allegheny County, where Pittsburgh is located, are among the U.S.'s top 1% for cancer risk, uh, asthma, and heart disease. These risks are concentrated, of course, in low-income neighborhoods, which is minority residents, usually, or mostly, um, and communities of color. But in 2016, when the Coke Works closed, a 42% drop in ER visits and hospitalizations were recorded. Hmm, coal is not only bad for the environment, you know, when it's burned, uh, but citizens' health as well when the coal is uh, processed and Delivered in these uh, railroad cars, you know, stacked with coal. Uh, the city of Oakland, or I should say the citizens of the city of Oakland, protested when it was proposed that uh, a new coal exporting facility would be located at the port of Oakland. Okay, no, coal dust is bad for everybody especially young kids. Well, the citizens of Oakland would have none of it, so it's not going to go in. Technically, it's on hold right now, the decision of whether to let it go through. But uh, um, Mayor Sheng Tao, if she knows what's good for her, she'll just keep it on hold forever. Okay. 
Coal is not only bad for the environment, but citizens' health as well. And not just the coal miners, black lung disease. It's all along the railroad right-of-ways, uh, in the ports where coal is loaded onto ships for export, from source to shipping. It's bad for everybody along the way. Sip, 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 sip. Bad news. Okay, and it's about time the environmentalists kind of caught up with this, and they're beginning to, to their credit. Uh, the term circular economy sounds great. You use something, you recycle it. It gets refilled with something. You use it again, you recycle it. Circular economy. What could be bad about that? Well, okay, the midnight skeptic will tell you. The term circular economy has become just another buzzword that the plastics and oil industry have seized upon to use in their campaign of greenwashing. Circularity 23 is an annual conference whose uh, stated objective is to accelerate the said circular economy. Uh, 1,400 attendees, which most of them flew there, um, mostly from the corporate world that promotes sustainability, another word that they love to use in corporate boardrooms, and uh, another misused buzzword for greenwashing. Oh, corporations, we're all for sustainability. Ooh. Mm. They're all for profits. Okay, Sarah King, who is head of Greenpeace Canada's Ocean and Plastics Campaign, and one of the few environmentalist attendees said, quote, I came away from the conference feeling like Circularity has become synonymous with recycling, like we've lost, like we've lost the true definition. Mm. Coca-Cola, one of the sponsors of this um, Circularity 23 confab, um, is the world's biggest contributor to plastic litter every year, and it has been every year, for the last five years. Mm. Whew. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch Gyre. Uh, it grows by leaps and bounds as we are talking. Another sip. This is water with a lot of lime juice in it. Mm. Bad news. The Center for Consumer Freedom. Well, that sounds good. Um, it's a corporate-backed advocate group best known for defending the, are you ready for this, the tobacco industry. They are targeting plant-based meat now. 
one of their ads highlights that plant burgers um, come from factories, not farms, trying to raise fears in consumers. Um, oh, boy. The meat industry is making a concerted effort to make consumers think plant-based meat is not healthy. Wait a minute. I think I wrote this down wrong. It's not the meat industry. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, the meat industry do not want consumers to be blind, buying and uh, consuming plant-based um, alternatives to meat. Okay, the meat industry is making a concerted effort to make consumers think that plant-based meat is not healthy. They are good lobbyists and marketers, and they spend millions convincing Republican lawmakers to uh, make it difficult for uh, meat alternatives to come to market, to be exported. Hmm. Bad news. Big agriculture. The Almarai Company, and I'll spell this for you, capital A-L-M-A-R-A-I Company, a Saudi multinational owns 10,000 acres of Arizona farmland that um, raises alfalfa. Well, why would they do that over here? To support dairies in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it uses, are you ready for this, Colorado River water um, to, you know, farm their alfalfa, which is one of the greatest uh, crop users of water that there is. Okay. Uh, Saudi Arabia themselves, the country, banned alfalfa cultivation in 2018 in order to conserve water. They should conserve water because there's always these rubes in uh, the United States that will let us, you know, use Colorado River water. And that is, lately, Colorado River has come back a little bit in its uh, depth, Lake Mead and uh, what's the other one? Anyway, uh, the water behind the dams on the Colorado River are rising right now as we speak. But uh, that was because of all these um, uh, rainstorms that we had a very good winter uh, this year. Um, oh. I'm forgetting the meteorological term for these uh, ri river, atmospheric rivers. Okay. Uh, but anyway, they helped, but they're not going to be around forever. Drought is the new norm in that area of the country. Uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Southern California, uh, Northern Mexico. Mm. Uh, da, 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 da. Meanwhile, the Colorado River is being sucked dry. Okay, I added that because 
in reality, it is. Um, it The Colorado River can't support all of the new uh, families that are building houses and moving to that area and all of the new farms that are cropping up. And um, especially cotton, which is another water suck up. And uh, we, we just can't sustain that kind of growth or agricultural growth um, in that area of our country. We just can't. Okay, another sip. My throat is drying. Okay, real good news. On Friday, uh, the 11th of this month, okay, that was five days ago, um, the Illinois Supreme Court upheld the Project Illinois Communities, God, not Project, Protect Illinois Communities Act that would ban the sale of assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. It would also ban 50 caliber guns and rapid-fire attachments. Now, nobody except the gun nuts want these things. They aren't good for uh, protecting your home or fighting off intruders or, heaven forfend, going hunting with it. Who goes hunting with a 50 caliber gun? Hmm. Uh, okay, Representative Dan Calkins, who's a Republican from the 101st District of Illinois, challenged the act. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker tapped his wealth. You know, he's a billionaire. Um, and he's a good guy. He really is, um, dare I say, progressive. Um, tapped into his wealth to help boost two Democratic state Supreme Court justices who helped seal the 4-3 to three decision. Good for J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois. Okay, kind of bad news. Federal regulators say that Norfolk Southern is, which is a railroad, is dragging its feet on safety regulations. The FRA, the Federal, the Federal Railroad Administration, also said that Norfolk Southern is doing the absolute minimum that uh, they have to do for safety. Mistrust between employees and management is hindering the implementation of safety and training measures. Hmm. Big railroads are a blight on this country. We need them, but we, 
we need unions, the number of, you know, five or six unions that represent railroad workers, we need them more than we need CEOs of railroads. Good news. Hawaii Governor Josh Green signed into law HB House Bill 350, making members of the clergy mandatory reporters of suspected child abuse. Many states have a clergy penitent privilege. Why? Clergy are themselves a danger to children. Hmm. Okay, the CFI, which is uh, the Center for Inquiry, I've mentioned them a lot. They're the publisher of uh, the magazine that I subscribe to, The Skeptical Inquirer. And I would encourage all my watchers and listeners out there to subscribe to that magazine as well. Okay, it's um, essentially a computer consumer protection magazine because there's so much flim-flam floating around out there and the CFI, the Center for Inquiry, roots it all out and writes about it. Okay, uh, the CFI lobbied for HB 350 saying, quote, clergy members should face the same reporting requirements as other professionals who routinely interact with children as part of their job, meaning teachers, social workers, coaches, law enforcement, and medical personnel. Here, here, don't let religious clergymen or clergywomen off the hook. They are as bad, if not worse, than, uh, well... Catholic priests. Okay, there. I said it. Another sip. Consumer protection warning. Okay. If you listen to nothing else on The Midnight Skeptic, this will do you well to listen to. Consumer protection warning. Ayurvedic medicine has hidden dangers. People tend to give Ayurvedic medicine a pass on safety research because it is an ancient uh, healing modality. And ancient in quotes. Um, ancient is not synonymous with safe or effective. A 39-year-old woman in Canada was admitted to a hospital with abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting. No cause was found after many medical tests. Another doctor recommended testing her blood for lead. Um, her levels were 55 uh, milligrams per deciliter. And the normal for just citizens around here is two. She revealed to the other 
doctors and medical personnel, that she had been taking Ayurvedic medicine for infertility. Where did she get this uh, ideas, these ideas from uh, America's frontline doctors or Joseph Latipo, that quack uh, down in Florida? Uh, mm. uh, Public Health Ontario tested the 17 types of Ayurvedic medicines uh, that she was taking. 11 of them had lead contamination. Four had lead contamination. Okay, I, my, I screwed up my notes. Uh, okay, four had lead contamination more than 10 times the average allowable amount of lead in your bloodstream. Lead exposure in pregnant women from any source can harm the fetus, not to mention the woman herself. Hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> That's for anybody who is relying on are you Ayurvedic medicine, which rates a uh, one of those sounds. Okay, bad news. Research has shown that exposure to lead, either in utero or childhood, leads to hostile, antisocial, and aggressive behavior, which in turn leads to criminal behavior in adulthood. I wonder how much uh, lead in his blood the orange sociopathic bloat bag has. Hmm. Although he was uh, engaging in criminal behavior since his early childhood. Okay. Um, hmm. Population level studies have shown that in the second half of the 20th century, when lead was removed from gasoline and paints, a reduction in crime and, and a social behavior in general resulted. Lead accumulates in our bodies over time, and there is no known safe level of lead exposure. Children have a hyperpermeable blood-brain barrier and rapidly developing organ systems. Flint, Michigan's lead-contaminated water pipes are a source, or they were a source, of lead in their uh, drinking water. Well, unfortunately, Flint, Michigan uh, had this lead in the pipes problem for a long time before people realized it, and now they're doing something about it. I don't know whether the new PVC pipes have been installed yet in uh, 
Flint, Michigan's neighborhoods, but uh, they're in the process of doing that. Bad news. A wave of voter roll purging is happening where the GOP magas are in control of voting procedures. This is in uh, blue, which means Democratic-leaning areas of red MAGA states, mostly cities and areas where minorities live. Another trick by the GOP is to move polling places at the last minute and sending out notices to that effect at the last minute. Republicans really don't want people to vote. By people, I mean um, people of color, minorities, uh, working class people. Uh, they're the ones that tend to vote uh, for progressive slash democratic candidates. They want to keep those people from voting at all costs. College campuses have basically lost their polling places due to Republicans. Okay, I'm off my notes. Um, okay, GOP secretaries of state send out postcards in minority areas for registering to vote. They are designed, however, to look like junk mail. So if these minority potential voters don't return these postcards, they're stricken from the voter rolls. Mm. This is a trick that's called caging, C-A-G-I-N-G. The Supreme Court of the United States, in a five to four decision, approved of this practice. Hmm. But good news, after losing in uh, after losing in Ohio, the GOP's war on direct democracy is floundering nationwide. A lot of these tricks that the uh, Republicans use to suppress voting, uh, a lot of their tricks are failing. More than a dozen GOP efforts to make ballot initiatives more difficult are running into difficulties. You know, just like the uh, voting recently in Ohio. They wanted to raise the percentage of uh, yes votes to 60% uh, in order to approve a... Um, ballot measure that would uh, oh, change the state constitution. Okay, good news. Boy, another sip. Mm. Good news. Youths are becoming more progressive. A Harvard University poll of young voters found a sense of precarious existence among young voters 
18 to 29. A clear majority take a progressive outlook on what the poll directors said were the big four issues, political issues, that poll respondents were asked about. Okay, these four um, are LGBTQ rights, economic inequality, climate action, and gun violence. Okay, 62% of voters 18 to 29 believe the federal government should provide residents with life's basic necessities, housing, food, medical care. And that is up from 52% in uh, 2018 and only 44% a decade ago, meaning 2013, I guess. Okay, youths are becoming more and more progressive. Okay, 54% reject the idea that same-sex relationships and marriage equality are morally wrong. Are you aware of this religious nuts? Mm, Especially the Southern Baptist Convention. 63% want stronger restrictions on access to guns. Are you listening, NRA, or the GOA? That's the Gun Owners of America. Half of respondents believe the government should take more action on the climate. Well, uh... Joe Biden, in my opinion, has uh, a somewhat uh, shaky relationship with uh, his efforts to uh, uh, help the climate change crisis. I mean, the, the climate change bomb has gone off. Okay, we're, we're there. All we can do now is kind of do our best to reduce fossil fuel use and um, change our habits to try to live with a changing climate. Okay, Um, I hope he starts listening more carefully to his advisors on uh, climate change. Hmm. The GOP MAGA conservatives are definitely on the wrong side of history. Young voters can see through them, and they are voting accordingly. All right. Uh, I'm going to end the program with good news. Real, real good news. Let's have three cheers for Fanny Willis. (laughs) 
She is the Fulton County District Attorney. Let's hope the RICO case is successfully prosecuted. And let's all enjoy the parade of indicted miscreant Republicans to the Fulton County Jail, which the sheriff insists is open for business 24-7. And uh, the parade of Republicans will come to be fingerprinted and have their mugshots taken. Um, March 6th of uh, next year uh, is the requested trial date. And that date can't come soon enough. And January 2nd in um, Washington, D.C., for the uh, Orange Sociopathic Bloat Bags trial, insurrection trial, um, is coming sooner than that. I hope that Jack Smith is successful. He strikes me as an uber competent prosecutor and uh, he's not messing around so uh, yay for Jack Smith okay um, that is the midnight show midnight skeptic show uh, number oh, shoot lost my place uh, show number 132 I still have about 10 more minutes to go, but um, that is it. Um, on, uh, on Labor Day, which is uh, ooh, one, two, three, four, uh, September 4th, uh, my son and I are going to go back down to San Diego, University of California, San Diego Medical Center for a um, potential operation on my lungs. And uh, hopefully that will solve my um, shortness of breath problems. Aside from that, uh, I actually feel pretty good. So um, I'm going to play my play out music right now. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma community access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and most importantly, pet your cats. I'm probably going to get in uh, two more shows uh, before I have to take a uh, unknown amount of time off uh, for this surgery down there. 
Um, so um, this will be, this YouTube will be downloaded by tonight, and then the radio version will be uh, this coming Sunday, the 20th, okay? All right, um, KPCA will, uh, for, for the 10 minutes that are missing off this uh, Midnight Skeptic show, they'll fill it in with some kind of music. You know, I trust Rob Tomaszewski, who I forgot to mention in my shout-outs, by the way. Okay, until next week. <laughs>